0: Hello and welcome to episode number 54 of Investing from the Beach. I'm your host, I'm Chris Hansen, and I have my co-host with me today, Mr. Chris Lamb. Hey guys, it's Chris Lamb. Uh, if it's your first time listening to the show, well, a couple of things came up. A couple of people have come up and said, man, I wish you wouldn't go through that intro at the beginning each time, because I've heard it, I just wanted to get into the meat, get into the meat. And we turned to them, I turned to them and said, you realize we have no sponsors. You don't have to listen to any commercials, you don't have to listen to anything else. So if it's your first time listening to the show, quick background on the two of us. Chris and I are about twenty years apart in age. Uh we share a name. One of us is better looking than the other, one of us is smarter looking than the other. You gotta figure out which one it is, and sometimes we reverse roles on that. So sometimes I get good looking, sometimes he gets good looking. And I think you have an imaginary friend <laughs> <I don't> either. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think you just told me I lose on both counts, and I'm okay with that. No, I didn't say that. I'm okay with being (laughs) neither. You didn't have to say it. I understood what you meant. (laughs) But we both hit hit time freedom via the stock market. As I said, I'm about uh, 18 years older than Chris. I got there when I was about 40. Chris is much smarter. He got there when he was about 30. And we both worked in IBM at sales. We met there. He was... Just uh, coming in as a college intern, and then hired on full-time just about the time that I was uh, looking for the doorknob to leave. So as Chris was trying to find his way into the building and to figure out where his desk was, I was trying to find my way out of the building, get out in the car, and never come back. You notice how you just said, you said, or you said, just a college intern? Just, I did. Yeah, yeah So I was did. putting you down, just so you oh. know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, I remember that at the time. That's when, <laughs> when you asked me for a favor first, I kind of... Uh... I, I, I waited a little bit. I'm, like, help this guy? <laughs> I'm
0: just an intern. Well, Yeah, I got a you'd... sense he just sees me as just an intern. <laughs> well, if you just need my help, then you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> so we started off almost this getting along this well very early on. So it's clicked for decades. It's been pretty cool. But as I said, and, we, and I was just a college intern. <laughs> yeah, you were. So I was gonna, I was gonna wait till we've got off the off the recording before I said that. <laughs> uh, where the hell was I? Now you messed me up. So for those of you that don't like having these, you know, the intros the same, we made this one a little different. The uh, the purpose of the po- or the reason for the and, po- and you know
1: what, Be- you, know, you should listen to it
0: anyways because I think. If someone has the,
1: you know, hey, I got a rush. I don't have four minutes to listen to it again or no, two minutes or whatever it is. It's like, man, you, you don't have the patience. You're never going to so get the time frame. Go back freedom. and listen to the episode on patience if we did one.
0: That, that could be an upcoming episode.
1: Yeah, but it takes a lot of patience to do well in the stock market. So
0: It takes a lot know. of patience to hit time frame, no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's your practice. You can practice by listening to the intro each time, practicing your patience.
0: <laughs> those, <laughs> those half a dozen people that came up and said it to me, now they're pissed. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but we, uh, we got a friend who's a, a YouTube producer, podcast producer. He sat down with me a couple years ago and said, hey, you and Lamb have a really unique message that you, uh, that you share with people about stock market and reaching time freedom. And he said, I've not heard anybody else talk about it and you really should do a podcast. I didn't know what the hell a podcast was, so he educated me and lo and behold, here's what we got. So there's where we are today. The purpose of the podcast is not necessarily to give you the the how to do, uh, the cookbook, the rules, the mechanics. That's available. That's readily available anywhere. Um, you can find that pretty easily. <clears throat> what we really talk about is the how to think. What does it take from a thinking perspective to not only achieve time freedom, but maintain and really grow and and not just maintain and sustain but also to grow that feedback has been good. we love talking about it Chris and I have been talking about these topics for years and years and years, so it's a very easy thing for just for us just to hit the record button and uh capture what comes out front of mind and go from there
1: oh and you know what the uh, time freedom is so awesome because it, you know, the Last time I was reading uh, CNBC, I read an article from uh, Mark Cuban. They were quoting him, and he was he was saying, "Hey, he, he spent all this time and energy in building all these businesses early on, and now they're asking him if he were to start, you know, some business, what would he do?" And he w- he shared he would get into, you know, something around building skills around Alexa or a company around that or something. Um, and Alexa is the uh, I guess the virtual voice assistant uh, uh, from Amazon. For Amazon, correct. Yeah. Um, and then he also said he would do something around artificial intelligence, right? And then he said, but the challenge is he, he, he doesn't have that drive. And he's found, he's realized that time time freedom is more important because he doesn't want to give up the time with family and other things. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to go and do all those things.
0: And so- You that, and I got that, lucky and we figured yeah, it out.
1: You know, we don't have to drive- and I think he's in his 60s, right?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah I think he's about five yeah. years older than I am. So,
1: you know, um, here's a billionaire that is telling you <clears throat> time freedom is important. Yep. <laughs> he's realized it now, right?
0: But, you know, that's a good, it's an interesting point too with that in that, you know, I think when, if you're listening to the show, you have a desire to get to the point of not being um, uh, beholden to the employer whether you're the employer or whether you run your own business, but beholden to somebody else that's giving you a paycheck or another entity that's giving you a paycheck. And, you know, Chris and I definitely have a bias towards the stock market where I can talk your ear off as to why that would be a better move than, excuse me, some kind of other uh, business ownership or real estate or what have you. But the idea in all of that is to have your money working for you so that you have to spend little to no time doing that. I, I don't think I know a billionaire. I'm sure I know a few people that have got hundreds of millions in that range. I can guess, but I don't see necessarily, and I could, this could be a totally ignorant statement. I don't see that they live dramatically different than somebody that is a couple millionaire. You know, the house might be a little bit bigger, but uh, lifestyle and all that seems to be pretty much the same. The difference
1: is I think they are busier.
0: Which one? The billionaire? The billionaires. Yeah. They seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. No you didn't say, Well they've got the big beautiful home in Vale and the Hamptons and Switzerland and this.
1: And it's not by choice, they gotta figure out where
0: to put it. Oh, well, you gotta put it, but it's like that's more shit to manage. Yeah. Is the way I look at it. Um yeah. and you can only be in one place at one time. So but who knows. Of course when we get to be a billionaire then we'll we'll look back and go, Yeah, it really is different. Yeah. <laughs> But if if it happens, awesome. If it doesn't happen, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I don't think life would change, Chris. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Food will taste the same. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And I'll still need to go to Vietnamese restaurants, and I'm going to wipe off the spoon, even though you don't do it anymore.
1: (laughs) 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 And you'll still call me and get that food poisoning.
0: (laughs) That's it. you order that beef (laughs) and steak. (laughs) ordered salad and a beef at a pho restaurant, and I paid yeah. the price for a few days. So today, our topic is, <clears throat> I won't even name the topic yet. We—and If you've been listening to the show or you're right about it, you already know what we're going to talk about. I've had a number of emails and phone calls from people that, you know, summarizing their message, they'll say, you know, hey, you guys talk about time freedom, and that sounds cool. I'd like to get there. And you talk about it via the stock market, and that sounds really interesting. And I'd I'd like to know more about it. I'd like to look into that. I'd like to know. And then you have other people that will call up and say, what do I need to do to get to time freedom in the stock market? And then you get a third group of people that say, I'm ready to start yesterday. Once I start, I'm not going back. I'm in. Show me what to do. And you realize in in listening to the words and the, the thoughts of people as they're expressing that, there's a huge difference between being interested and being committed. And so some people say, hey, I'm interested in reaching time freedom. And whether that's at a starting point or, you know, midway as they're starting down the path and they have other people that just as they get started, they go, you know what? I'm committed to doing this. I'll do what it takes. It's one word difference, interest or commit. But the difference is dramatic.
1: There's like the the fine line that it, you you cross over.
0: Yeah, it it's a fine line, but it's a big chasm. Mm-hmm. You know the the line is you know just the and it's a mindset. Yeah, I was gonna say the 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 line is fine, and it's a, it's just a mindset shift. But when you get on the other side of the line, you look back and go, oh my gosh, that's like crossing the Grand Canyon. When you com- if you're committed, and you compare that to somebody who's interested.
1: So what do people do like when they're, they're interested versus what they do when they're committed?
0: When they're interested, I mm-hmm. guess a couple of things, you know, people watch things happen mm-hmm. to those. So interested people will watch things happen to those who are committed. Yeah. Committed people make it happen.
1: Yeah. Or like, like, you know, they, they go read a book and then they don't do anything
0: about it. Correct. Right. That's interest. But, or but maybe you take a class. They kind of show up. Exactly. They show up at then, but they watch the people who are committed get there. Mm -hmm. And the committed people go make it happen. The interested people (laughs) sit and watch them. Yeah. And maybe come up with an excuse as to why it's not them. Interested people do it when it's convenient. Committed people make it a priority. And Mm -hmm. they make it a priority even if they don't know how to achieve the goal. When you're committed, you do it you're, I don't want to overuse the word committed. <clears throat> you consistently do it even when you lost that initial buzz or urge to get mm-hmm. you going. When you made the original, I'm going to use the word commitment to define commitment. Yeah. Uh, but once you make that original commitment to yourself, you're excited you get going. After a while, the buzz wears off and the <clears> excitement is gone. And that's just the discipline. You just keep doing it. And someone who's committed will stay at that level. Someone who's interested will flame out.
1: So maybe uh, anytime you approach um, learning the stock market or wanting to get to time freedom or anything, you you start at a, I guess you have to start somewhere, and, and you have to be interested first, right?
0: There's a curiosity. We yeah, has to have
1: some, yeah, you have to have that first.
0: Yeah, we almost have to find a different word for commitment to explain commitment, and a different word for interest <laughs> to explain interest. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's tough to do.
1: But let's, let's, I, I in my head, I see it as uh, something that is like a path you take, you know, when you approach uh, whatever topic or subject you're trying to, you know, learn or achieve. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's uh, the stock market. Um, when I looked back at learning the stock market, there was a curiosity, it was an interest first.
0: Well, where did that come from? You said that was because your cousin said, "Hey, I can make some money at, this, or I'm making some money at this." You said, hey, "I want yeah, to do he that too." Yeah, I was talking
1: about it over a barbecue, right? And it and it was a barbecue. It was a summer barbecue, I believe. And and he, she talked about it with me, and I go, "Oh, you know, and then there's there's an interest because, you know, i have always curious about making money and uh, uh, saving money, right? So this had to do exactly
0: with it. So so your interest was initially, "Hey, I can make some money, and I don't mm-hmm. have to." Not that it, you assumed it was easy. Of course,
1: yeah. You, you said not that I assumed it was no, easy. No,
0: no, I no. Mean, not that you knew what you were doing. You're just like, well, wait, how hard can it be? I know I just, you know, I, I somehow go online to buy a share of stock and then I go back later and I sell a share of stock. Exactly. How, I, I, how the hell yeah, hard can that be?
1: Yeah, it was nineteen twenty. You know, you, the assumption is it's easy because the person that's going to, you know, is telling me it's easy. Yes. Yep. <laughs> right? Or it made it seem like it was easy. And so, you know, I think I came in with that expectation, Um, didn't expect to learn, didn't expect to spend time, you know, there there wasn't any skill involved, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't didn't understand any of that. I was a kid. Um, But it started with that, that interest. And then eventually, right, uh, I had to get to the commitment level to continue. Because if I didn't, I would have
0: quit. I've had people ask me, was there any, I don't know, light switch moment? Uh, I don't want to use the word aha moment where it clicks, but some kind of a a turning point where you went from interested to, okay, I'm in, and no turning back. Because for me, I don't remember anything that was, you know, I was different from from Friday to Saturday, you know, from Friday (laughs) to Monday. Yeah, it just, and it's
1: not—it's not a light switch. If if somebody says they notice it's a light switch, like oh, all of a sudden from one day to the next, is because uh, I guess they're they're evaluating it uh, in a wrong way, or they're just looking at maybe results where like kind of like the stock market, you know, you you're all of a sudden you you're not making money and then now you're making money,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? It's not—it doesn't work that way, Um, because all along the way you've been building this so that if you just gauge it based on the money, then you think, oh, it just sh-, you know showed up the next night or the next day, there was a light switch. But if you just based it on your skill level, your skill level has been improving consistently over time. You know? Yeah, and then the, it money got is to the last point thing that where, shows up. Yeah, it got to the point where the results are there now. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't think it was a light switch on the even the commitment level. You just got to the point where you know, you're interested and then you start doing the work and you're putting in a little bit more and more and more and, you know, um, you start to understand why you're doing all that, right? That's why you have the why and it helps you continue. And over time, the habit develops, then the commitment level is there.
0: And next thing you know, before you realize it, you're Mm -hmm. quote unquote committed without having, you didn't stand up at the altar and say, I'm now committed where I wasn't yesterday. Yeah. You already were ahead of time
1: you don't, you don't decide to go, I'm committed, you know, and because most people do that, right? They go, you know what? I'm committed now. And then guess what happens? Uh, That's, that's, that's motivational talking. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And then that motivation dies. And then it's like the activity never changed. Correct. You know, the focus never changed the energy towards that never changed. So it's, it's, um, it's not a decision. It's, it's activity. It's, uh, it's something that is over time. You get to that, right? And it it does start with an interest, and you know. So I kind I kind of see it that way, Chris. You know, I don't know if that makes sense.
0: <coughs> no, it totally well yeah. from someone who understands commitment from a, mm-hmm. you know from a trading view and all that. Totally get it. Yeah. You hit it on the nose too. Someone go, I'm committed now, and like when I hear that, I kind of look at somebody and I, I try not to judge and try. Not, well, I am judging inside, <coughs> uh, but I try and not let it show on my face and for you know whatever they think clicked inside of them like you said it's a new more often than not it's a new level of motivation mm-hmm. or something changed in their situation yeah or they feel their their back is now against the wall yep and they got to do something different and so but again that's a motivation yeah a lot of times a, motivation yeah.
1: yeah we think it's like oh that's commitment now
0: like no just you know something changed may have lost a job Um, may have lost a chunk, who knows, go through divorce, whatever it might be. Now they're quote unquote committed. Like, no, now you're motivated and inspired. Now let's see if you have the discipline because that will show that you're committed. You know, it's kind of, you said a little bit earlier when you're curious or when you're interested, you start off, you're curious, right? And you might in quotes, try whatever that means. But the difference is when you're committed, it's, it's, there's no question you absolutely will do. And there are no excuses. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when you first started learning the market, I don't know, I don't know how long you had been. I think we've told the story, right? And the way I remember it, um, <clears throat> the secretary in our group, in fact, I should reach out to her. She'd get a kick out of listening to this, but the secretary that was in our group, I think you went up to her and, or somehow you had the discussion with her about the stock market. Yes. And I think she said, I'll oh, go talk to Hanson. He's, he's kind of into it. I think it's how it started. And I remember you mm-hmm. coming in, t- I was sitting in a, in an office and I think it was a whiteboard. I was doing something and you came in and we started talking. I just remember writing stuff on the whiteboard. Um, is the way I remember it. Um, but there was an interest at that point. Right. And then as the months and years passed now, if you, and I don't remember us doing that, but if you had come into the office later on, on the whiteboard it wouldn't have been, you know, could this, might this, could this be like, this is what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. This is what you do. This is what I do. We kind of compare notes and and kind of go forward from there. But it's not, you say, Chris, go read this book. Or you tell me, hey, go read this book. You might like it, right? Like, cool, I'll do it. And there's not an excuse of, oh, yeah, I'll get to it in a few weeks. It's like, no, I'll get it done. Yeah, it might take me two, three, four days, but I'll get it done. Mm -hmm. Um, And you had the same approach to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you can't say I was committed at that point, even though it's the, the things that you were doing. I was doing, you know, seemed like I was committed, right?
0: Yeah, but your well, it was your interest was, was heightened.
1: The interest was heightened. So there's there's the other thing to think about is the, um, I think whatever stage you're at, you know, whether you're interested or committed, um, there's a level. Uh, I think there's a level that of commitment. There's a level of interest. Mm-hmm. So you may start off, you know, let's say it's zero to ten you start off at zero, you might not be interested at all. Right? And then or a negative. <laughs> um, but then as you you know, you may jump in at a one, two, three, whatever, you work your way up because you're, you know, you're doing the work. And so as I saw what I was seeing in the stock market and I was I was doing the work, the level of interest grew. And the level as the level of interest grew, you get you know, you do more and more work, you put more and more time then the point becomes commitment where it's like, I don't see not doing it because this is, it's, it's a habit and, and, and there's a strong reason of doing this did and that, there's no, you know, there's no going back at all. It's, it's not like I can't go back. It's just, I don't want to.
0: Did that interest grow because you made money or did that interest grow because the more you looked into it, the more curious you became.
1: If it, you said if it was, uh, so you Either start, I made money,
0: or so you started off interested, mm-hmm. and then as you looked, <clears throat> as you looked into it, you got more interested. Did that interest level was it growing because money was flowing in, or because you saw the opportunity, or because it looked intriguing? Do you remember? I think
1: what... I think probably all of that, um, because let's say you know from a times you know it was it was very quickly within the first four or five months I saw you know how the money can you know grew mm-hmm. and then looking at hey the percentages this is yeah you know, it doesn't take long right, and so I'm sure that triggered it as well, but going through it, um you know I had losses and all that early on, of course, right, and as a college student, I knew what I was doing, yep okay, and so I have losses where you know. <laughs> I would say 99 percent of somebody in my situation would just be, hey I'm done. Yeah.
0: yeah, you just got your ass kicked in the market. Yeah, you're, not, you're not done just for money, away. but you know, hey, mentally it's like man, you right? What are you doing, right? <clears throat> but <laughs> remind me to tell the story about mopping your floor with mopping the your the face with the floor with your face. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Keep going.
1: But but <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, you I, I went through a lot of that, not knowing what the heck I was doing. Uh, so it became not about the money, and I think it was also because I understood that now I see opportunities. It just got to figure out how to get that, right? Mm-hmm. And and I see that, you know, uh, where else am I going to, you know, put the dollars, right? And that was, I, it, to me, it seemed like the best place at the time. And and over time, it it, you know, it it never changed. So, you know, the, the, I think the level of commitment and, and why I did it, and it, I think it was all of that.
0: Uh, See, it's you know. interesting. I'm going to ask you about money stuff here. When, you, when you're when you an intern at IBM, they were paying you what, about 10 bucks an hour maybe? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I think it was like 14
0: 14 an hour. So 14 an hour, and, and you were not working full time. Uh-huh. Right, so 20 hours a week, something like that maybe? Do you remember?
1: I did about thirty hours. Yeah, 30 so almost full time. Okay. Yeah, almost.
0: All right. So, I, I
1: went to class at night, you know, evening classes, and I just worked during the day. Okay. More, more, more like you know, stayed at the beach. You know? Got. It. <laughs> <laughs> so you've I migrated my laptop. Truly mm-hmm. investing from the. Beach. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, you migrated yeah. from uh, college at the beach. Yeah. And I don't know if people know this. If you know this, do you know you went to the only school in, <clears throat> at least the country, if not the world, that has beach in their name.
1: I don't know if that means anything, but uh, well, Long Beach is the
0: only school that has Long Beach State. It's the only oh, school cool. in the country that has the word yeah. "beach" in their name.
1: That's where investing from the beach started. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, then it was losing money at the beach. Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but going back to that, right? So you're making ten, fourteen bucks an hour, whatever it is, mm-hmm. working thirty hours a week. So thirty, fourteen, so you're making you know sixteen, what's that, uh, two grand a month, mm-hmm. right, on a part-time basis, and this is. 15, yeah,
1: I think
0: I think uh, twenty something, thirty thousand. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and this is twenty years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Right about. That's that long, man. That's crazy.
0: Isn't it? Yeah, it's scary yeah. when you realize it. And so, but at the time, you know, making that, making that, and you're you're paying your rent, you're paying your living expenses off that because you were not living at home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yet, when you got out of school, do you remember? I'm, I remember this number. Do you remember about how much money you had in your account? Mm-hmm. I'm um, at 40,000, 50,000. Like, like, yeah, yeah, forty fifty grand. I was going to say 40 mm-hmm. is what I remember you telling me at one point. Mm-hmm. And so for the listener, that's pretty cool. Here's a kid that it just a kid, just an intern. <laughs> so just an here, intern. Here's where the just really becomes a compliment. So he's just an intern making just 14 an hour, just working part time and learning how to trade and comes out with 40 grand in cash in his pocket and now stepping into the workforce. Now, Chris, just so you know, and oh, you already know this, there's a lot of adults who are 40 years old who don't are making that. a lot more than 40 grand a year that don't have 40 grand in the bank and they've been working for 20 years.
1: Yeah, and they have debt.
0: Yeah, and they come up to us and go, Well, I don't know if the stock market really works. You look at them and go, Really? Like, come on. It's like, mm-hmm. You're an idiot. You have no, and sorry, you are ignorant. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot when we tell you it works, and then you don't listen. To. You're ignorant up front if you don't believe it. Um, but I'm still, you know, and I'm clapping my hands silently for, it. I'm still very, very, very proud of you for doing that. Cause that was really a cool statement <clears throat> to be able to do at that age, at that earning potential and with literally starting with nothing, including knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was stick to and, and, and like you said, you don't even know at what point you became committed. Yeah. Right. But that was just interest in doing this. You know, trying and failing, try and succeeding, fail, succeed, fail, uh, success, success, you know, just kind of back and forth on the on the money scale. Mm-hmm. Win some, lose some. Win some, lose some. Win big, lose big. Somebody described this a while ago. I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before, but if you have an interest in the stock market and in trading, the way they described they said you have to be prepared. And the analogy they used was. And this helps define the difference between interested and committed. At some point in your stock market career as you're going through the learning process, it's going to feel like you're sitting in a bar and a bar stool, just minding your own business, just oblivious to everything. And all of a sudden, somebody grabs you from behind by the back of the neck and they violently shove you into the floor and the floor isn't clean It's dirty, it's filled with peanuts and spilled beer and dirt and dust bunnies and whatever else. And that very strong hand holds you by the neck and it rubs your face across the floor. And it uses your face as if it were a mop. And about the time you feel the pressure release, then it pushes back down harder and mops the floor more some more. Mops the floor some more with your face. And then the pressure releases and you get back up and you get to go sit back down in the bar stool. When that happens, you stand, you look around like, what the hell just happened? And you realize that the the hand that was at the back of your neck was your own hand. You caused that to happen. And now you get to decide, are you going to leave the bar? Because, you know, now you've got blood and snot and whatever and dirt and just all kinds of crap on your face because you've just been used as a mop. Or are you going to sit back down in the chair and maybe have it happen again? And that happens to every single person that learns to trade in the stock market. And it can happen multiple times. The difference on interest versus commitment is the interested person will get up and walk out of the bar. They'll never go back. The committed person will look around and go, I clearly did something wrong. Let me see what I did wrong and fix it. And then sit down and and go through that again.
1: Yeah, and the the committed person recognizes it is that
0: their own hands. Yes. Behind the neck yeah or L- around the neck listener Eric told me that about a year ago as the, as an analogy, and I love that visual because that you've had that happen mm-hmm. yep, I've had it happen and not just not just once, and he was totally right when you step back and look at it, you realize it was your own fault as to why your face got used as the floor mop once you and all that says is now you got to follow rules and you stick to them and you have the discipline. To do that, and at that point, now you find your level of commitment.
1: Yeah, if nobody tells you about it, it typically happens more than once.
0: Yes, yep, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: right.
0: it happens to everybody at least once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
1: if, if it happened to you
0: only once, it's because you know, you typically, I guess, you know, somebody told you about it, somebody told you, <laughs> you and, and you chose to listen. Yep, right, because there's another. You know, where somebody will tell you, but you ask them, they'll tell you about it. Mm -hmm. And then you refuse to listen. Yep. And that is a, uh, should I give away the the hint for our next podcast or one of our upcoming podcast episodes?
1: Uh, You can if you want.
0: Because somebody shared this with me a couple weeks ago. The definition of the person of somebody who will come up and ask you for advice and you pour your heart out to them, tell tell them how to do it. And then they don't listen. And then they come back later and ask the same question. Or something related, looking for all your advice, and you give it to them. They don't listen. So it's kind of like you're you're putting your words into this black hole, and it just you know never never to be seen again. The person that does that is referred to as an ask hole. And so sometimes you'll find when you're learning to trade, the rules are laid out for you. You know exactly what to do. You've asked people how to do it. They tell you, and you don't listen. And you basically become the ask hole. Because you're refusing to take the advice of someone that's telling you from experience how to avoid the situation that you're in. We're thinking about doing a podcast episode on that just because it'd be fun to say asshole over and over and over again <laughs> and still have it be rated clean by iTunes. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of assholes listeners. <laughs> that could be our followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. That's so, me. That's me. Uh, yeah, I'm an asshole. Um, not something you want to brag about, or right, I used to be an asshole, mm-hmm. but that points back to, it's another example of interest versus commitment, right? Is when you've had the proverbial crap kicked out of you and you're willing to sit back down and do it again and figure out what you did wrong. Uh, you know, you, you know, you need to do more than what you've done before. You may, it may get the point you got to hire somebody to help you, right? Whether that's a coach and instructor or whatever you're not going to accept an excuse. You'll, you know, the, the finger of blame points right at you and you, you own it. You're responsible for it. And you'll find that in doing that, that there's no, it's the right way to say this. There's no excuse that's bigger than your commitment.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, earlier, uh, when we mentioned that you, you know, you're either committed or you're not, or, you know, you get to that level where you say you're committed, right. Mm -hmm. Or you're committed. Um, so I think, If if you understand that there is a level of interest, there's also a level of commitment. And so, uh, I think when people decide, you know, they make a decision to you know do something, and they're like, hey, can I? I, Am I going to decide to be interested or committed? I don't think that's a decision, right? What we talked about earlier. It's uh, you have to decide to do. So if you decide to do something, eventually the interest will develop. If you decide to do something, eventually the commitment level gets there and then you keep going, the commitment level, you know, increases. And so if you understand that, don't feel like if you made a decision to be committed, that all of a sudden you can't back out of anything and you're forced to do this stuff the rest of your life or whatever it is, right? So people fear. Yeah. They have this fear of commitment, right? It's like, uh, I don't think
0: you get to decide. No, it just
1: happens. It just happens. Because so the, the you, interest grows. You get to grows. decide on activities, though.
0: Correct. Yeah. And you get to decide on the excuses you're going to listen to. But the, yeah, the interest grows to the point where it just becomes you. And when people say, are you com- are you committed to the stock market, you kind of look at them like, am I committed to brush my teeth? Mm-hmm. I don't think about it. It's just what I do. Yeah. The other thing I think that happens when you're interested you're aware, maybe concerned, cognizant, even worried about what somebody else might think. But when you're committed, you don't need the validation or the approval of anybody. This is what you do. Mm -hmm. And I don't give a rip what somebody else thinks. Not at all concerned about it.
1: We haven't even talked to, you know, what's... uh What's in it for you if you
0: are committed versus interested? Go with it. I'm not sure where you're going with that.
1: Well, I guess, you know, when I look at everything, people tend to make decisions based on, you know, risk-reward, whether you know it or not, right? And so when people look at it, say, hey, commit it, they feel like that's a lot of risk, a lot of work, a lot of, right? Maybe time and financial, whatever it is. Um, and then the reward, if they don't really see it, they're not going to do it right and so um when you're when you're committed or interested i think you have to look at it from what level of 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 you know interest or commitment you 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 know you're going to get to and you have to start somewhere right remember that you talked about the starting point
0: yeah the biggest thing is to start
1: and so um you know i think when i looked at uh you know, anything that I did, the hardest thing was, was to start, um, whether it was going to the gym or washing the dishes, like I shared with you, Chris,
0: you want to share Uh, that story here. We'll we'll Keep going. Then we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, on, on what on, on the dish? Well, you said, you know, whether it's going to the gym or whether it's washing the dishes, it's just Mm -hmm, getting mm -hmm. started.
1: Yeah. It's just really getting started. Um, and, and, you know, give an example of, you know my story. I was giving it, you know, sharing with Chris kind of analogy with uh, you when know, how I looked at washing the dishes. Um, I saw you know a few dishes in the sink, and I know, you know, uh, I do like the sink being clean, right? But uh, also, um, uh, my wife, you know, she's like, yeah, she likes it clean as well. So, I'm like, all right, I'll keep it clean. I'll, I'll I see a few dishes. I'll make I'll you know wash it up. So I washed it, and then after I was you know done, it was like in two three minutes. And I felt like I wanted to wash more dishes. I, I, it, it didn't bother me to go for another 5, 10, 20 minutes. Right? And so it made me realize that, you know, the hardest part was starting. Once you start, the ball just gets rolling and you just go. Yeah, the momentum and is there. Exactly. So the interest starts to develop. And then and then the level of commitment starts to get there. Right? But it starts with starting and then realizing that you got to continue with the activities. Right, not not focusing on oh I I am committed or or I'm interested. Don't worry about the levels. I think you if you understand it, then it helps you just start and just start do the work.
0: And you're not watching the clock. So when you say don't worry about the activities, it's like I'm not committed to doing dishes for three minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to doing dishes. Period. Yeah, and exactly. And if it takes three minutes, it's going to bug me because I was willing to spend twenty or however long it took.
1: Because mm-hmm. the effort was was really in starting. You know that that energy. Yes. It was just to get started, you know, get the ball rolling. And so like, that's why I realized it, it makes more sense for me to just, I right, let the dishes get a little bit more and then I wash everything. Right.
0: So that's cool to know. So if ever I ever have a big event, you call me. Well, no, no, I, I'm not going to, I'm, yeah, I'll invite you, but I may say, Hey Chris, you know, everyone else show up at eight. And I'll tell everyone else to show up at six. Yeah. By the time you get there, then there's a whole bunch of dirty dishes and say, Chris, yeah. can you help out with the dishes? I'd be like, yeah, and once you get started, you be like, "Man, I'll take care of all of them." Yeah, you gotta.
1: Yeah, once if you see me doing it, then you pile it in, no problem.
0: But
1: the problem is with that question. You just asked me, "Hey, you want to do the dishes?"
0: You're like no, <laughs> like, no. Or I just say hey. Chris, once
1: once i have started, once I've started, you throw it in. I have no complaints.
0: It's a better way to say it. So I. Yeah. I'll have everyone else show up at six. You can come at five fifty-five. Also, so that's cool. So you'd be there with everybody else. Don't need need you in the kitchen.
1: Hey, can you clean that one cup? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Need a cup? Would you mind going to wash it? And next thing you know, everybody's bringing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you do it. (laughs) Say, who's the guy? Who's the guy in the kitchen? Oh, that's that's just my dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that. But it's interesting because that thinking, if you will applies i mean you hear people say going to the gym the hardest part about going to the gym is the distance between your front door and the car door mm-hmm. and once you get in the car and you're going that's it it's getting the energy you know getting the momentum going to at least get out the door grab your gym bag and go yeah and once you're there you're fine
1: and you hear that from everyone right they mm-hmm. tell you that man they, that's why they go to the gym is because they, once they're there they, it makes them do
0: the thing those things yes yep. yeah yeah but the hardest thing about getting to the gym for most people is getting in the car and going or, you know, pointing your car in that direction. Once you're there, you're fine.
1: Yeah, and I think, um, and and why, well, from a mental, th- why is that hard? Is because I think you're thinking about the hard workout and it's not, it's not like, I think it's, you're not even aware of that. Um, the, right, in this example of going to the gym.
0: Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, it could be that or it could be the, but if I, got I other just stuff told to you to I got other stuff put on I your do.
1: socks, you know, the other stuff, all those are excuses. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. it's the comfort of, the, you know, you're not feeling, feeling cum- like you don't like that grind, the workout.
0: Is it that, that, or that you thing. got other stuff on your mind? Like, oh, I'm interested in doing the dishes. I'm interested in watching TV. I'm interested in reading a book. I'm interested in this. I'm also yeah, interested in going because, to the gym. Well, but,
1: I think that's because yeah, it could be, but then that's, a, that's the habit, I guess. Um well it all it all meshes together, right? It's the habit, it's the interests, right you don't have the interest to do it. It's your reason why, whatever it is, right it's the discipline but and i commitment. think I think the hard part is is because you're looking at it from i gotta go to the gym and work out. that's the risk, right and and the reward, I guess you don't really see the reward, so it becomes challenging to you know go and do it. Mm-hmm. but I'm saying if we break it up into. How about you just put your socks on? You know, instead of thinking ahead that I'm going to be sweating and hurting and, you know, all that. Right. How about can I put my socks on? How about I just get up and put my socks on? How about I just get up and brush my teeth? Yep. You know, just eat a little breakfast. You're going to feel better. All of a sudden, the gym doesn't feel so bad now.
0: It's also you. You Yeah. You used one word, though, that made the difference. What's that? You said, I get up. I have to go to the gym. If yeah. you just changed it and said, rather than I have to go to the gym, mm-hmm. I get to go to the gym,
1: right? But so that's the that's the, the, the wording and the thinking, right? The it's mindset. Mindset. It's one word. Yeah. So, you know, getting to the, the, the breaking it down to, hey, getting up to put on my socks or getting up to brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, getting up to have some breakfast. And then all of a sudden it turns to putting my socks. Hey, let me go in my car. Turn the engine on. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yep. <laughs> you did it okay cool let's drive yep so that you break it into that step it doesn't feel so bad now but when you're cozy in your bed thinking you got to be at the gym at that moment it, it makes you not want to go yes but if you're cozy in bed you're like, you know get up and eat some breakfast it's a little easier
0: it's that it's all like you said it's a risk reward i have yeah. to go to the gym uh yeah. i get to go to the gym sounds like a reward I have yeah. to go to the gym is or I have to say the gym, it could be anything. But mm-hmm. I have to go to the gym is it sounds like a penalty. Yeah. I have to do the dishes. That's a penalty. I get to do the dishes. That's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy. It. And man, I know. know like Breaking this
1: them. up down down into process or in the little steps and maybe getting somebody to how to approach it, you know. Yeah, no, that's it makes good. me feel like, man, that's <clears> yeah. Goggin is popping in my head and saying, what are you doing?
0: Yes. yep. (laughs) He's like, just get up and do it. Speaking of which, a a big shout out to our friend Mark. Um, He gave us both, both Chris and I, he gave us a copy of the Goggins book. I have Chris's, I haven't handed it to him yet, but I started reading it last night. If you have not read this thing yet, just, I read like 40 pages and like, oh, this is good. So for those of you, you've heard us talk about the Goggins interviews. Um, he wrote a book. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it, go on Amazon, you'll see it. I think it's like it's that might be the bestseller next to Ob- uh, Michelle Obama's book, or it's number two, something like that. But it it'll uh, if you like this show and this discussion, these kind of things, you'll enjoy the book. I can't remember the title of it. It's in the it's on the nightstand, but by David Goggins. So uh, Mark, thank you for that. I Appreciate it. We only got it. I just got it yesterday, and I've already uh, already started into it. It's pretty cool.
1: Cool. And thank you, Mark. I haven't received it yet, but thank you.
0: Mark also gave us some, uh, he made his own uh, like dried bananas, these banana chips. He gave us each a jar. Um, I got through half of it between last night and today. And Chris, I don't remember if he gave you a jar or not.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think he gave me two jars and a book. I think he just gave you a book. Yeah, I think the, uh, if he gave me
1: a jar, it was gone. It was or, he left it in the room. I think.
0: Oh, you know what it was? He yeah. gave you only half a jar. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> he said he ran out. Yeah. They replaced with uh, banana chips
1: from somewhere else.
0: <laughs> oh. It's like, hey,
1: these taste like these taste like sprouts or something. Oh,
0: Bub, I never even thought of that. That's what I could yeah. have done. Yeah. I take all his out and I just go buy a jar at wherever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now you don't have to uh, say who's the smart one who's the
0: goodness <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and who has no integrity. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> but hey, no. both, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We have a uh, another friend who over the years has given us these uh these jars of cookies. Um they're like a I don't know, Chris, do you remember these things from um uh Kathy? They're like a butter. Yeah, they're
1: like chocolate or like toffee, peanut brittles, almost. Like yeah, that.
0: something. Oh man, they're awesome. And uh, she gave me uh, she gave me two of them because she didn't see Chris one day, so I oh, can give this to Chris. And I was telling Chris about. It. I said Chris, they're really good, but it's really weird, man. Your jar didn't have nearly as many as mine. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah. About a month later, you were you were complaining to me that your uh, you your pants
0: don't fit. Really. <laughs> That's exactly it because of your half jar of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Risk and rewards. That's sir. exactly it. That's exactly it. All right. Where were we? Went from uh, Goggins. Oh, you were talking about how um, Goggins, on, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You just yeah. get you started. Know,
1: when, yeah. Being so nice, you know, it's just like, uh, I guess you, know, you got to be a little tougher if you're committed, you, yes. you want to get to the commitment level.
0: Right. Yep. <clears throat> And it's not even being tougher it's I wish there was a different word to, to describe commitment than commitment it's just that is it's is just being what you're tougher do. man it is, but it's <laughs> um but it's doesn't mean you got to be you know hard backbone hard ass whatever else
1: no no, no, not it's, that not it doesn't mean that by tough it's uh tough means like hey, don't whine, don't complain, you yeah, know, just do it, suck it up, yeah, right? just That's do it tough. we don't you know
0: yeah it's <clears throat> it's no excuses. Yeah, this is this is just what you do, mm-hmm. and you're not. I, you know, I need drunk. a hug. You know, could I get a hug
1: so I can go on? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I meant by tough, man.
0: So I can't say, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know, you, you'll be fine. I'm shall we? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's what I meant. You know, uh, if you want to get to that level of commitment, you got to be. You got to toughen up. Uh, You got to change your mindset. and So the point of sharing uh, what committed and what interest is, is is to get you to understand so that you can assess uh, yourself or, um, you know, someone else, if you're trying to help them to learn the stock market, to get to time freedom, to play a sport, to, uh, you know, learn some music or whatever it is. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Right. Uh, Whatever you're trying to do. Uh, I think it applies in anything if you think about it this way, you get to see if, you're, if you even have an interest in it, and if you do, are you, you know, enough to get to the point where are you doing the work and get to the point where you become committed and then get commitment level grows and grows over time? Um, and uh, the only way that you will achieve success and achieve what you're trying to get to is you have you got to get to the commitment level yes Uh, and I think when I reflect or look back uh the things that I've done in my life uh where I was committed where I was interested um you know I think where I was interested in something and I never commit I quickly lost interest and you know it never worked out I never achieved anything Right. And I could see it in, you know, you know, dating, meeting a girlfriend, it, you know, it was just kind of you know, a little interest and there was never a commitment or not a commitment, but a, a follow through a follow through. Right. Where, hey, I continue the activity and build the interest and, and, and eventually got to that commitment level. I never it never got to that because in my mind, never let it happen.
0: Right. Didn't, didn't want to, or did you view it as a, that's going to distract me from other stuff I want to do?
1: I think so. Yes.
0: Which yeah. one? A second uh, one? The distraction. distraction.
1: And yeah, I think, you know, from a dating, uh, and, and, you know, a relationship and all that, I thought it was more of, um, uh, I didn't, I didn't want to, I knew I needed more time to be single and also to have more experience, right. In, in dating and not just let me just go find that one person and then the rest of my life at an early age.
0: So that could be a combo of two things, right? That could Mm -hmm. be, like you said, you know, you want to, I describe it to many people as it's, and you who doesn't like this restaurant, excuse Mm -hmm. me, you've been to one, like a soup plantation or go to a salad bar and you who doesn't like salad. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you go up and you try a little bit of this, try a little bit of that, try a little bit of this and, you know, try a little, try samples of different things. And then you get to figure out what, what you like. And what's good and bad about each one of those. And in the, I always, I'll tell people, young people, and sometimes it annoys some and other people get it, is to sample. Mm -hmm. Date somebody who's aggressive, date someone who's passive, date someone who's a dumbass, date someone who's a genius, um, date people from different cultures and figure out what fits best with you. And then, because now you know it's one thing to hear about it, it's another thing to experience it mm-hmm. and so now you get to figure out what personality traits and character traits are a good fit for you, and now you learn to spot oh this this is what fits for me, and this is what mm-hmm. I have a an interest in um, but also back to what you're saying too, is that it said you know you didn't you wouldn't follow through on some of this, some of that might be because you were more committed to um, whether it was the stock market or improving yourself or something, to not have the the distraction Cause you yeah, felt that and I it think because been-
1: it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a priority, it wasn't something, and so I guess maybe what I did was more of, you know, I, I guess you kind of know what you want, mm-hmm. but you don't want it now. Yes, and yep. so when you know when the opportunity came and I probably met you know good people, I just didn't let it you know. I, I didn't. I didn't allow the opportunity. You know, I yes. didn't take the opportunity because. But instead, I guess I went for the bad trades.
0: Um, you know? <laughs> may or may or may not you know, have, Or you did no trades.
1: Well, no trades and bad trades, right? Because just like you know what, the, the bad trades is is uh you know because I'm not going to be committed to them. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, because I think that was the thinking. It was more of all right, you know. Yeah. And then if somebody was, uh, uh, maybe it, it made sense, yeah, good quality. Then, then I would kind of avoid it because it wasn't the right timing. So I didn't want to put in that situation where I had to make, you, to you make know. a choice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I think that was more of my thinking, that line. But again, it's still, you know, was I interested in a level of commitment? You know, it, I was not committed. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any level of commitment there.
0: But But I think two things come out from that. One is you had a, a really good idea of what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. Whether you were willing to look for it or to accept it at the time it arrived mm-hmm. or not doesn't matter. You had a pretty good idea of what it was that you wanted, yeah, you just weren't ready to pull it off the shelf yet mm-hmm. right or pull off shelf not that it's easily found I mean you found a very good one, but yeah. it's it was um when she appeared.
1: Yeah, the time when it was ready, the timing was exactly. ready. it made sense, and you then
0: knew what you were the, looking for. It's like, oh wow! And you, yeah. I remember when you first uh, when you f- first met her for dinner, uh-huh. you weren't thinking that way. Yeah, you had you didn't know what the what the care, what the quality was of the person. Mm-hmm. And you call me a day or two later, it's like, whoa! Yeah, and yeah, you were talking differently.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I guess it's not a, uh, it's not a decision, right? It's, it's, it's uh, having the experience and being ready and understanding what,
0: and you uh, recognize it. yeah, what,
1: yeah, the recognition.
0: Yeah. It's a recognize
1: yeah. it. Yeah. So, and so, um, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what it is, is, is the, you, you don't decide to be interested or committed. You just got to do the, 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 the task, right? Yes. And eventually it gets to interested if you're not, and, and it gets the
0: commitment. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> can I go back on something you said? Yeah. And and if you go back and listen to the audio on this, you heard me scratching something now because you said something to trigger and then we went off. We kept going. Um, As you were talking about along the lines of Goggins Uh and you're talking about, you know, you got to be committed. You're all in. And a lot of the analogies were testosterone based, whether Mm -hmm. it's sports or aggression or something, right? You're going to grab this and go Yeah. for the female listener. A different example of that, when you talk about being all in or committed, while well, you may not have that, uh, think from a, uh, the way that Chris and I might be explaining it from a, a testosterone perspective. At dinner uh, last night, with a group, I don't know, 20 people um, talking about the stock market and that. And at the end, I don't know, a dozen of us were standing outside the parking lot talking for a while. And as the evening wore on and, and people were, were dropping out, there were probably, I don't know, six or eight of us all guys and one female is one guy's wife <clears throat> and we're talking and this couple, they have four daughters and a couple of them are in the dating age. You know, they're, <clears throat> excuse me, they're a college age. And so we're talking about, um, what the parents do as far as how, what their level of, uh, not concern, but their level of awareness of who the daughters are dating and what's going on with that. And when you said something, it triggered it. And it's like, so if you're not sure about what we mean by commitment, you're not committed to a sport or something like that. If you're a mom, commitment is when a a kid does something or when someone does something to your kid and you get kind of the mama bear approach and you step up and you will do whatever the hell it takes to protect your kid. Right. Mothers will do that. And what you said something that triggered because I remember talking with the uh, in the group last night, mm-hmm. and we're just talking about something, and the mom, I can't remember what the situation was, but she just said something, and you could immediately see as she was telling the story, it was the pre- the protective instincts, kind of the mama bear approach, and that's mm-hmm. commitment to your kid, right? And it's so you're not interested in your kid, you're committed to your kid, right? It's the same type of same type of mindset but from a different view mm-hmm. if that makes sense
1: yep oh yeah
0: okay as long as it makes sense and cool then i have established myself as back yeah. in the in the smart group yeah <laughs> if it didn't make sense like all right i guess i'm the good looking one today yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and that a lot of that is like uh, it's almost a natural instinct right to be committed there um and that's something you don't decide either you either have it or you don't
0: correct right. and not every unfortunately yeah. not everyone does have that yeah yeah exactly right yeah, but so if you're, you know, if you're female going, ah, it's commitment, sports, you know, testosterone, it's like, nope, think of it how you'd be with your kid. Yeah. Something steps up to you, you'll step up there, and without and
1: hesitation. You're all trying to be political and all that, I, I think, you know, there's, it's, <laughs> there's no gender bias here when it comes to the mind, you know, it's like, it's, we all need to think that way, like, that's the mindset to have, you know. I, I agree. Like, don't complain, don't bitch, don't whine, you know. Do the work,
0: right? I agree. Like you don't you get the emails. want it? go after it, you know, whether you're a dude or a girl. You know? I understand. I totally agree, but you don't <laughs> yeah. get the emails. So I got to I got to, you know, put a little diplomacy on that. Yeah. Just
1: tell them it's all Chris Lamb when it's political. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: know, When it comes to
1: race, religion, and politics and all that, it's all Chris Lamb.
0: Yeah, because the <laughs> white guy can't say anything. Cause no matter what oh, I say, yeah. him, I'm effed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> say, man, heck, Chris Lamb's name is religion, you know, religious.
0: Yeah. It is. Yeah. If y'all don't know that.
1: Yeah, look it
0: up. Look it up. Chris Lamb. Yeah. It's a religion. <laughs> yeah. And you think we're joking? I'm not kidding. Go look <laughs> it up on... Don't put a space on there. Put the word into Google. You will uh, see it's a religion. Yeah. So you can all be Chris, follow, Chris <laughs> Lamb followers. They're even yeah, almost I got you the bumper uh, sticker, uh, yeah. by the
1: way. Uh, male or female, you know? It's, uh, the mindset, is, it's the, it applies to all of us. That's um, true. I just yeah, really... You, you, you know, I think I, think, uh, I was where it started was just sometimes I feel, you know, I I, I you're contagious, you get me beat to be, be a little political. Oh well, yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> That's called being a parent. Yeah. <laughs> you just learn to be a little a little softer. You're you're a lot more pliable than you were a couple of years ago. She's got you wrapped around her little finger. She's not facing the wall as much. Eh? Although <laughs> well, no, she might be, but you're you've uh, you she's definitely softened you up a bit. Yeah, she's, not, she's getting not...
1: upset now. It's escalated into going into the garage wall now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to explain to the listeners, so when his daughter, how old is she coming up on? It's two and a half. Two and a half. And so when she misbehaves, what does she have to do? She has to face the wall. Face the wall. And does she not like it? No, she hates it. Uh, <laughs> will she cry or she just get angry and stomp her feet or what does she do?
1: No, she cries. She she, she cries, but then uh, she knows she can't cry, so she has to hold it in. She's like, oh, right. yeah. She doesn't like it, you know. She cries, and, he, and as soon as within the vicinity, she's going to get moved out away. And, she doesn't like it.
0: And do you do you pick her up and go stand in front of the wall, or do you make her walk over there and stand there?
1: Um, I just pick her up. I go here. You go to the wall because you know I I choose a certain wall a certain. I just put her there, and then you know give her a certain time out and then she doesn't like it. So <clears> and then at some point, all right, you know you, you calm down. Everything's good. Okay, let's let's talk about what what happened. And is it the same spot on the wall, or is it various walls around the house? Usually, it's the same one in the house. Okay. And then now it's uh, you know
0: there's a one in the garage too. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like uh, is that a minimum security versus maximum security prison, or what's the difference between the house and the garage wall? Uh, uh, just
1: I guess the level of uh, the level of punishment increases when it goes into the garage. <laughs> It's a little bit more scary. You know? Nobody's in the room.
0: <laughs> Just shut the door, leave her in the dark. I'm teasing. He does not do that. Don't, get, don't call protective services. Protect the services. Oh, so if we go on the garage and we know, it's like, uh-oh. uh-oh. The poop hit the fan. I screwed this one up. <laughs> the two-year-old mind is saying, oh, man, shouldn't have done that one. Shouldn't have done that one. <laughs>
1: no, but, I mean, you know, she... Uh, uh, it, it works because, you know, she listens and, and she's happier when she does because, you know, she's, she's full. She's not, you know, she gets enough sleep. Yep. You know, she gets to play. She gets that, right? Yep. It's when, it's when she does and then she gets whiny. She's tired. She's hungry. You know, all that stuff. <clears throat> or she's sick, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> See, she softened you up, man. Four years <laughs> ago, you man, just spanked the kid. Come on, let's oh, get yeah. going. Sure. Of course. <laughs> <clears throat> so... So diplomacy, you watch pretty soon, man. You'll be a diplomat. You'll be like Mm me. I'll say the disclaimers later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What else we got? Interested and committed. I would say, going back to that, when you're interested, obstacles get in your way. And when you're committed, an obstacle is uh, like a learning opportunity, something you can choose to learn from. It's really like like an opportunity to learn or to improve. As opposed to uh, you know, it's an excuse. Well, yeah. no, 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 this came up I can't do it or you know, I can't do it because of such and such. That's crap. That's a you know, excuse I read somewhere, an excuse is a lie that you tell yourself that your brain believes.
1: Yeah, and I think interest and commitment is just a kind of a it's just it's a dashboard, it's a measurement stick. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you just focus, if you just do the work, you will move along that interest level, that interest measuring mm-hmm. stick. Yes, right, um, and that commitment measuring stick. Eventually, you'll get there. But too many people focusing, you know, they focus on the end result, and they scare themselves so much from doing the work, then they don't get to anywhere in the interest level, or they even get to the commitment.
0: Correct, and and that applies. That's on two fronts, right, or not two fronts. That's multi. multi that's a multifac. Geez, a multifaceted. Mm-hmm thought process in that this interest and commitment that we're talking about is not limited to time freedom, right? And the yeah. pursuit in the stock market or whatever you're trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. This relates to, you know, you talked before about relationships and dating. Mm-hmm. It relates to sports. It relates to a hobby. It relates to getting a job. You know, you yep. walk in, you do an interview and go, well, I'm kind of interested in, in wanting this job. If I'm hiring, I don't want someone that's interested. I want the person that walks in and said, what do I need to do to get this because I want it? You tell me what I got to do and I'm in and i'm I'm starting day one
1: yeah I shared with you <laughs> when I, I interviewed with IBM I was interested in, not interested but I wanted to get a gig
0: with IBM yeah right? as opposed I to we was did a the good farm, fit. Yeah. as opposed to the pharma company
1: yes yeah. and, or or before that uh, at PricewaterhouseCoopers, coopers mm-hmm. PwC um, I applied for a computer job I was not interested in a computer job I was just interested
0: <laughs> in learning got it. So I didn't get the job. Yep. Yeah. So it applies across the board. Mm-hmm. And then you st- I was cutting you off. I think you were going down the path of how do you, not so much how you get started, but how do you progress from interest to commit? Mm-hmm. And the first step is you just get started.
1: Yeah, you do the work, uh, right, but by just starting. And, you know, you start with step one, right? That's why, you know, you hear it cliche where people say baby steps, right? Mm-hmm. But it's true. It's, it is the baby steps.
0: It's Nike. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do
1: it starting with the baby steps. Yes. Yeah. Right, Because people, you know, people don't want to start. They, they, they look at this enormous task that they have to do. And it's like, no, just do the first one. It's one step.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's one step. It's one step. that, And that even if it starts off as a level of interest or it will start mm-hmm. off at just a level of interest. Yeah. Excuse me. And as that grows, it grows. It heightens. Suddenly, you realize, "Wow, I'm I'm thinking about this regularly." Mm-hmm. And it may you may not be obsessive about it, but it's often front of mind. And then that grows into a level of commitment. And then it just becomes part of what you do. You not, you're not committed to brushing your teeth every day. You just do it. You don't stop and think, you know, what are my commitments? I got to brush my teeth. Like, that's a given. And Chris, are you going to do your stock homework today? It's a given. Yeah. It's, I'm not committed to it. I, j- I just do it. It's beyond commitment.
1: And to, uh, to do these activities, these tasks, um, you know, to get to the commitment level so that you can achieve time freedom. It's not much. It's not much. For that type of re- that, the reward of having time freedom.
0: To- no, although yeah. it, it, it's it's not. But I, I as I was reading some stuff about interest and commitment, before we had done this, I did I saw this great quote and it said, "No one ever achieved a goal by being interested in its achievement. You got to be committed." Mm-hmm. I thought, ooh, that's good. Yeah,
1: because you 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 got to get to the committed level.
0: Correct. Yep. Yeah. But you start off at interest, no problem. You start off
1: with interest, yeah.
0: But to achieve it, it's gonna, you're going to have to migrate at some point to commitment. And then it's just a question of persistence. You don't need talent. It's just persistence. Because that's what will get you there.
1: So, you know, if, 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 if this thing inspired you and you said, hey, I'm committed to doing whatever you're doing, don't say that to yourself. Just say you're going to do something. Yes. And do it. Don't say I'm committed. You don't get to decide just do it. At some point, you will know. It just becomes a commitment for okay. you. It
0: just happens. Do we drop the mic there?
1: We good. I think yeah. we do.
0: Yeah, I think <clears> the message <throat> is clear. If you hopefully that helps. Yeah, it does, and it's good. If you've got thoughts or comments for us, either on this show or future or suggestions for future episodes, you can either reach us via phone number or via an email. Uh, email is investingfromthebeach at gmail dot com. Phone number, you can leave us a message. An uh, easy way to remember it. Jump on a seven forty seven airplane. Don't 20- call a
1: 747, 747 max. <laughs> That's true.
0: I'll, is that a seven forty seven? I don't think it is. I, I think it, it wasn't seven four seven max or something. something. I know it's max. a max. I don't know. I, I don't know. Clearly, Chris <laughs> and I follow the stock market, but we don't know the model numbers of the Boeing airplanes. So I do yeah, know it's a max, but it's not important. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Unless you're on the plane, then it's important. But jump on a seven forty seven airplane twenty four hours, you can be at any beach in the world. Number 747 242 3224. That's 747 uh, 24 Beach. Uh, you got our email. You can go check out our website, uh, investingfromthebeach.com. Click around there. You find some interesting stuff. And we know that if you'll put into practice what we talk about on this episode, prior episodes, and upcoming episodes, you'll get to the point of reaching time freedom. And time freedom to us is signified by being able to go to the beach any day of the week, ideally on a midweek, maybe a Tuesday. And you'll find if you go down there to any beach and listen to the waves on a Tuesday, they sound a ton better than anything you'll ever hear with the throngs of people that show up on a Saturday and Sunday. And the objective is to get you guys all down to the beach on a Tuesday and listen to the waves. So as always, we appreciate you listening. We'll speak to you next time.